0: Is your daily financial news? Quick reminder that in about 29 minutes, we will be going live for our Saturday QA. I look forward to seeing you there. If you want to say hi, leave a comment. I will do my best to recognize you. Ask me a question. That's what I'm there for. In the end, we spend 60 minutes together going over your questions that will start at 8 a.m. Pacific time. As we talk about the daily financial news, lots of stuff going on, never boring. Uh, Let's let's start with our good friends at Better.com. If you don't remember Better.com, we talked about them about eight weeks ago, maybe 10 weeks ago. They laid off 900 people over Zoom. Subsequently, they have laid off 3,000 more. And just here recently, they have asked their remaining 4,000 employees who wants to quit and get 60 days severance. Probably not to be surprised or expected, a lot more details are coming out about better.com. Employees are not happy, nor should they be, with how they were treated, certainly by the CEO. The CEO admits that they pissed away $200 million. Think about that, folks. And again, this is. It's entertaining, perhaps, to look back and just go, what are you doing? I personally can't believe the CEO is still in charge uh, after what he has done to employee morale, what he has done to consumers. Better.com, if you don't know, is in the mortgage industry. And let's just say there are a lot of people that would never use Better.com just because of how they're treating their employees. They will go somewhere else you need to get that ceo out you need to make him the sacrificial lamb to try to save your reputation but it does not seem like that is going to happen again this is this is just a sign of what is to come it is a sign of what is to come in two different fashions first the mortgage industry the mortgage industry has had a bonanza the last 2 years it has been easy to do refinances there were companies like better.com built on the refi business there was endless supply of buyers for the product and then that's because the government was buying right we all know that the market is over there will be less companies less originators less business and better.com needs to just go away, sold for parts or just the doors closed. Yes, folks, better.com pissed away $200 million. Second, this is a sign of what is going on in the Silicon Valley. I have lived through this before. It was called the dot-com era. Companies got amazing valuations by simply slapping a dot-com on their business. Wall Street hedge funds private equity, venture capital, open checkbook. No questions asked. We had too much liquidity. Liquidity is gone. Better.com raised at a crazy evaluation, they'll be gone. Instacart, crazy evaluation whacked in half. We will have less Silicon Valley based unicorns. Many will die. Some will get bought. But a few will survive. This is happening right now. It will impact real estate in the Bay Area without question going forward. Again, the CEO of better.com says, and I agree with, and frankly brought it to you first, business going forward will likely be a bloodbath for one to two years. I agree. If you watched my whiteboard discussion about 2022 and 2023, I essentially told you that get prepared but also don't hide opportunities are made in recessions when others are getting stupid and emotional you should get aggressive when there's blood in the street go get it next home prices core no, actually core logic had a report that 65% of metros in the united states are overvalued Now, they do this calculation, ownership versus rent. It is um, an interesting, if not skewed opinion. But yes, uh, it is no question that home prices have accelerated too much. Uh, It is no question that home appreciation will slow down. In fact, I'm calling for basically flat when you adjust for inflation. This is just where we are. But a flat growth does not mean negative. Too many people want to call a crash, I just don't see it, especially when you appreciate supply destruction. More on that later. 40-year mortgage. I thought you and I should do some math together because I believe something coming by the giveaway administration is a 40-year mortgage being something that FHFA, Fannie and Freddie, uh, VA, all of these folks will push. And they will push for owner-occupants only. If you don't know, let me just remind you, the powers that be are penalizing investors. There are these things called overlays. Essentially, they are declaring owners good, investors bad. It is what it is. What it is. And I believe that mantra will continue for the next couple of years, including the creation and introduction of a 40-year mortgage. A 40-year mortgage or an extra 120 months of payments means that your payment will be lower. Here is some math for you. A $300,000 loan, 30 years at 4% is $1,432. We have seen crazy interest rate rise. So that same $300,000 house at 5.5% interest is now $1,703. We have seen in a 10 or 11 week period, the payment on a house go up $271 just because of the cost of capital. Assuming a 40 year mortgage is the same 5.5% your payment just because of another 120 months goes down to $1,547 or falls $156. A 40-year mortgage at five and a half is still more expensive than a 30-year at 4%, but it is only hundred. Where is it? It's $125. No, $115, excuse me. More expensive. I did all the math and then I forgot where I wrote the numbers. Sorry. So, again, I think a 40 year mortgage is coming. Housing is unaffordable, and I think uh, they are going to create the 40 year program. Quick question for you that I thought was very interesting, and I want you to seriously ask yourself this question. When your phone is about to die, you know, it's got 9% battery life left. How freaked out are you to go get it charged? Seriously, when I was in sales traveling all over the world, it would freak me out when my phone got to 20% because I knew the last 20% would go fast. How urgently are you out trying to get it charged? And then I want to ask you a question. What is your urgency when your dreams are dying? We seem to give up on our dreams of a better financial future, of of financial freedom, so much easier than trying to charge our phones. It is an interesting question I heard the other day. I was like, we need to talk about that. We give up on our dreams, but we're willing to go charge our phones or our Teslas or whatever it happens to be. We need to figure that out and ask ourselves some hard questions because that's not okay, at least in my opinion. So another thing we should do is we should talk about foreclosures and how foreclosure spirals or waves or cascading, I don't know, wild beasts come to be. Because again, as a content creator on real estate, I have experienced the last housing crash. I was in it before I saw the run up and then the epic decline. I am not looking at charts and talking about crash. I was in it. I had friends who lost everything. So let's talk about what causes a foreclosure wave or foreclosure momentum. One, capacity to pay. People calling for a foreclosure wave today do not understand capacity to pay. The debt structure of loans on residential property today are rock solid. They are 98% 30 year fixed, they are below 4%. You are cheaper staying in your home than renting somewhere else. You will get roommates before you let your house become a foreclosure. In 2008, what happened? The loans reset and suddenly It was cheaper, and I would argue much cheaper, to rent somewhere else. So what did you do? It made financial sense to not pay your mortgage, wait and wait and wait to be foreclosed on, and then move into a rental with a big bucket of savings. That is not happening today. It is cheaper to stay where you are. Number two, there were simply cheaper options foreclosures are not fun for anyone, and they won't happen if it is cheaper to stay where you are. If it is cheaper to go somewhere else, you will. It's very simple. It is often a math equation that a lot of these people looking at charts do not understand. Number three, you are upside down and lost hope. People seriously took out 103% mortgages. That doesn't happen today, at least not in great numbers. People were upside down. They saw they had a payment that was two grand for a thousand dollar house, right? The payment should have been a thousand, went to two thousand. There were other options. They were upside down a hundred grand, so they gave up. People put real down payments today 10%, 5%, 25%. You haven't given up hope. Lastly, If you don't know what a strategic default is, look it up. Essentially, a strategic default was it is cheaper for me to go somewhere else. Everybody else is doing it, so I'm going to do it too. It was a game. How long could you stay in your house before the bank took it back? That's why you had 1,000-day averages or almost three years. There were people that lived in their house for five-plus years That never made a payment. That is not going to happen today. It is, again, cheaper to stay. We will not have a foreclosure wave. We will have foreclosures, but not a foreclosure wave. I hope that makes sense. California, once again, is out killing big business. They want Teslas and Disneys and all these other companies to keep leaving. Folks, I can't make this stuff up. You can look it up. There is an assembly bill, AB 2932, that penalizes every company that has over 500 employees. I I can't make this up. They want to change the work week from 40 to 32 hours. But of course, keep everybody's pay the same. Are you kidding me? What would happen to the California economy if these idiots – We I can't believe that California citizens continue to vote for these idiots in office. You know what would happen to the economy, to real estate, to big business, to employees? They'll just leave and go somewhere where it's welcome like Texas or Florida or Nashville or – shoot, Phoenix or Vegas. Yes, the weather is great, but if it is impractical to run a business and you have to pay everybody the same wage for 32 versus 40 hours, what are you supposed to do? It is like having a wage tax on a city. We talked about Philadelphia, uh, I think two or three days ago, wanting to create an intangible tax. Folks, they're mobile. They'll go somewhere else. If you pass Assembly Bill 2932, big businesses will Exit and just go somewhere else. They don't need much of a reason to leave, but if you're going to change their cost structure, twenty percent gone, gone, just crazy. Again, we there's a real big battle going on between the stock market and the bond market. The bond market believes the Fed is going to be aggressive, and the Fed is going to reduce their balance sheet. I would argue the stock market doesn't get it yet but it is coming. It is going to be a problem. Uh, the, The stock market will eventually catch on. What else do I got? Oh, Bank of America. Somebody from Bank of America is watching this channel and they've actually come up with better terms. You've heard me talk about supply destruction. I asked all my experts on it. We've done a summary with the three amigos. Bank of America calls it the interest rate trap. Far better name, far more sexy. The interest rate trap means mom and dad live in a home, 2.5% mortgage. They are going nowhere. The interest rate trap is supply destruction. Inventory is going down. Transactions are going down. And real estate commissions and all of this stuff are going down. It is a disincentive for mom and dad to sell. I've told you that over and over. The move up buyer is dead. Here's another fact that Bank of America shared that I did not know, but will continually quote going forward. 14, 14% of mortgages as of March 31st have an interest rate over 4.75%. Four point seven five percent. Refi business dead. Purchases going to slow down. Sales going to slow. It's the Fed created this interest rate trap. The Fed has created supply destruction. The real estate industry is going to have a twenty five percent crash in transactions this year and fifty percent peak to trough. Get ready. Finally, as we round this out, the week ahead, the big number is Tuesday CPI, Consumer Price Index. I wanna hear from you right now. Folks, get your fingers ready and ask this question. UBS is currently calling for 8.5% CPI on Tuesday. I wanna know first are you taking the over or the under? And then let's have some fun. Give me a number. What number are you calling? let's see who's right on tuesday. i am calling 8.9 so i am taking the over. it is going to be interesting. Um, lastly i guess we have some earnings we'll just hit before i wrap this up and rambling a little bit. tuesday we have albertsons and carmax, wednesday j p morgan, bed bath and beyond, blackrock and delta airlines and then thursday goldman sachs. so again Big, big week ahead of us. Let me know what you're thinking. CPI 8.5 over or under, and then give me a number. I want to hear from you. See you in about 10 minutes. Take care. Bye-bye.